Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught! Incredible play by Donald! He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time to break down the film with the man who does that over at JetsXFactor.com, Mr. Joe Blewett. This is XNO Quick Hits. Joe, what's going on, buddy? I hurt myself today. <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Cash has joined the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's okay. The, the Nets won last night. They blew. They blew out the the Warriors. So I'm completely fine. That's all that matters in my life. But now, you know, um, we've come to the the. We're going through the stages of grief now. We talked before the. Uh, you know, recording this. That uh, now I'm looking into Wilson Fields, and after we record this podcast, I'll probably be getting into about ten hours of of uh, Zach Wilson today. So. I'm interested to get into some of that. Uh, obviously, we're still holding out hope that the the Bengals or not the Bengals, um, the Jaguars can blow this to get, you know or, or win this against the Bears. Uh, um, but we are seeing some kind of rumors floating around right now that Adam Schefter just said that the they're 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 benching James Robinson. There's a there's a potential of that happening this game, so that would really hurt their offense. Um, but you never know. So uh, two more games left. So we'll figure out what's happened. Um, with the Jets and where they stand. And then obviously the head coaching, you know, uh, search and all that's going to be kicked up into gear. So that should be interesting, uh, which is another new interesting development today is that apparently 
teams can start co- uh, talking to head coaches today, even if they're on a team, which is interesting. So Gates should be fired, hopefully, by the time we're done recording this podcast. But um, we shall see. So. On that note, Joe, let's talk about what actually happened on the field with the Jets. And let's start with something positive that the Jets can build on. And that is the interior defensive line. Nathan Shepard looked pretty good in relief of Foley Fadakasi, who missed this game. John Franklin Myers continued to play pretty well. But I think we can agree that the star of all stars and the best player on this team all season, really, has been Quentin Williams. And boy, was he dominant once again against a pretty good Rams interior offensive line until the point where he had to come out due to injury in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, and against the Seahawks again, I, I know he didn't produce a ton, but he was he was pretty dominant in that game. So um, he's stringing along, you know, four, five, six, seven dominant games in a row. And this was even to start a season where he was also dominant. Like there were some games where it was a little bit less dominant, like the Bills and the Colts, but he had the Niners game tied in there and some other games tied in there, the Broncos game, you know. So like he's been dominating the season. Um, he's one of the best defensive tackles in the league, clearly. And again, once you surround him with, with um, you know, maybe some more penetrating roles with some edge rushers to pinch the pocket uh, and with a defense that can actually cover, like he's going to produce even more. Like this is the 10-plus sack guy at defensive tackle that we were hoping for. Um, and guess what? He's only, what, 22 years old? I think he just turned 23. Like he's still improving. So um, really, really um, excited for him. The, the, the technique, the, the power the tightness of his elbow as well coming into blocks. Um, the connecting of, of his hand and feet uh, is ridiculous. We've, we're um, starting to see a lot more technique with his hands where the game is starting to slow down for him, um, where he's really manipulating uh, blockers um, in, in way to obviously get to the quarterback and open up gaps for him. Like he, he was, again, great in this game, destroying run, uh, run plays, uh, obviously got the sack as, as well. Um, unfortunately, like you said, what, late in the third, mid to late third quarter, um, he gets kneed in the back of the head by one of his teammates, um, and he goes out. So hopefully he is okay. Um, obviously, with and it seems like it is a concussion. You know, him getting hit in the head and him throwing up on the sideline. Uh, I've had one as well, and that is a a symptom that some people get is they do they do vomit. Uh, so I feel bad for him. Hopefully uh, he is okay. And obviously with the head, you some you don't really want to screw around with. So listen, if you got to bench the guy for the last two games to be super careful, uh, I am fine with that. And I'm especially fine for that for the tank, because, uh, if, if the, you know, and I, listen, Scott, like we're all broken at this point, but if the Jaguars win and then the jets respond by losing week 16 and then win week 17, and Q is one of those reasons, um, we will all be absolutely shattered. Like, I don't know what we will do. So Q sitting for the next two weeks for both his health um, and potentially ours if the Jaguars do um, win this game on Sunday versus the the Bears, then I think that's the smart thing to do. Joe, let's move from the interior defensive line to the secondary. Bryce Hall had arguably his best game yet. An interception in here did really well. Looks like he has a chance to, as you and I have talked about, be a number two cornerback, which is definitely good value with a fifth round pick. Javelin Guidry played pretty well here too. He's not a guy that's going to be a starter, but somebody that could stick as a depth piece. So some encouraging signs, although your friend Bless Austin was not one of those encouraging signs. 
Yes, and sorry, I just, want, I just want to really quickly just touch on the other defensive line guys. I know you, you said that. Uh, yeah, Sh- Shepard, good good sack. He's twitchy. If you ask him to just go in a straight line and attack a guy, he can do it. It's a good sack for him. Trent Michael Myers got a sack as well. Uh, so good game for both of those guys. Um, they clearly struggled once, you know, Q went out in the run game. But to move on to the secondary, uh, like I said, I just wanted to touch on those guys and cover all my bases. But, uh, yeah, uh, Hall, Hall in that play. Not a good decision by you know Jaron Goff. Like he never saw Hall as a cloud corner in that cover two, um, and Hall made a really good interception. Um, obviously, with one hand, you know, uh, maintained proper distance from him to play the flat, but also kind of creeped up to get um, in position to potentially hit Goff if he kept rolling out, and obviously adjusted to the ball well. Um, and when you say that, you know, the, the the number two thing, I don't want people to think that's because of a lack of technique or oh he's bad and that's his ceiling. Um, it's more because of the athleticism and the athleticism is not top notch. And to be that number one guy in the league, you need to cover the guys who are freaks, you know, the, 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 the Metcalfs, the Julio Jones of the world, um, you know, the Patrick Petersons and, and those guys can, can do that. Uh, the Jalen Ramsey's and, and even, you know, Revis wasn't the best, you know, athlete. He's not comparable to, to Patrick Mahomes or uh, pa- Patrick Peterson. But he is a much better athlete than than Bryce Hall, so that's why you say number two, just to clarify that. But listen, if you can get a really solid lockdown number two, which I think Hall could be, and I think he's developing into, um, and he will develop into, you know, obviously considering health, uh, that's an awesome draft pick at, at you know the fifth round. That's an awesome draft pick at the end of the first round, if we're being honest. If you're hedging your bets, and if I could tell you, you know, the 31st pick in the NFL draft is going to be a lockdown number two corner for you, uh, great. People are going to take that. So. Um, really excited for Hall's future. Uh, made a couple of good plays this game. You know, didn't get didn't get roasted by guys like Cup and and Woods out there. So that's a positive. He's been having some tough matchups, but again, even though he's been getting beat, um, he's been doing some good things with his technique overall um, that have, have been impressive to me. Uh, Gidry again is not getting picked on a ton, which is a positive. Uh, undrafted guy who's not standing out in a bad way, making some plays in the run game, uh, is is having some tight coverage, which which I am encouraged by. So. Him as a backup slot next year um, is again an undrafted guy to be your backup slot is is a huge positive, you know. Um, and again, I don't want people to get uh, too not not attached to him. But I don't want people to overrate him just like they did Bless Austin last year, where oh he's making some plays now he's in our starting slot corner. Like let's 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 be a little bit cautious with that. You know, on a good team, he's not a starter yet. Um, could he develop into that? Maybe. Obviously, the chances are a little bit lower for that to happen. Um, but if he's a depth piece on your team, that's, that's a fantastic pickup as an undrafted guy. Uh, so I'm happy with him. Um, bless Austin. It's funny. Like I, I feel like that was the biggest takeaway of the podcast. Like last week, Scott, people getting tweets about like my voice playing in people's heads and they're saying bless Austin get beat. Uh, and I think he had what three, two or three penalties. He's just, he's just not good. Like I, I, I don't know where the hype came from last year. I, I, I don't um, playing backup guys and he just wasn't very good. He got benched versus the Steelers after his like fourth start or whatever. Uh, this game, another couple of penalties. Um, the one, the one, I believe it was a holding call or defensive pass interference. I, I forget what they, I think it's just defensive pass interference where um, I think it was Cam Akers who ran like a hitch. Uh, bless Austin's the cloud corner. And then instead of staying over top of, of acres, he kind of cheats inside because on the hitch, he, he plays it well. Like, you know, it's not really hard to play the cloud corner or hitch route. Um, but his eyes get focused into the backfield and cam acres just simply just turns around and starts running back up the sideline. And because bless Austin is not playing over top, his eyes are locked into the backfield instead of the guy he's responsible for. 
has to hold him to obviously impede him from from gaining more ground on him. And then it's a, and, and then it's a you know it's a first down for the Rams. Like it's really simple things that he's just not good at. Uh, he got you know again multiple penalties um, this game. He didn't get like roasted in coverage that I can remember. I know he got beat for a touchdown as well actually. Um, he got a holding call on Woods or defensive pass interference on Woods. I forget the touchdown what he did exactly. Um, but it was not good. I think he, I think he kind of, he didn't get a shuffling. Oh yeah. He, I remember he, he opened up his hips way too soon. Um, and just got abused uh, on the route stem. Um, the guy cut outside and, and, and beat him. So beat for a touchdown, multiple holding calls or defensive pass interferences. Uh, he's not the answer again. Um, he is not a starter next year. He's a guy who will be competing with Arthur Mollette and Lamar Jackson to stay on the roster. Uh, next year that's that's my opinion of of bless austin uh rest of the secondary uh marcus may um another solid game obviously had a few tackles in the run game the one touchdown he did let up um overextended a little bit didn't love his leverage uh he gave up uh, a touchdown on what i call a bump cut uh to i believe it was higby or i think it was higby um which is kind of a hard play to to to, to make for um for Marcus May. So it was a good touchdown given up, but it wasn't brutal um, in any aspect. It, it kind of just happens sometimes. Okay, I'm not going to kill him for that. Not all touchdowns given up are, are the same. Um, and then obviously he had the play that nobody wanted him to make <laughs> later in the game um, on Everett, where he plays the route really well. Um, Everett pushes off on Marcus May's upfield shoulder um, and is tracking the ball into his hands. And Marcus May makes a ridiculous play. Um, to get his outside hand up on the ball, pass deflection, obviously uh, great body control, um, good extension, good tracking of the ball, just an absolutely fantastic play. Um, that was a fourth and four um, where Jared Goff missed the guy open over the middle. And again, I don't know why they're attacking Marcus May instead of the Jets linebackers because, you know, guys like Hewitt and Lange can really cover apparently. Um, so attack our best guy in the secondary right now. And Marcus May just makes a ton of sense um, in a game-winning situation. So, while it was disappointing for us to see him make that play, obviously great for Marcus May. So another, um, you know, solid game for Marcus May, solid game for Deidre, solid game for Hall, uh, terrible game for, for Austin, as I've come to expect from him. Again, I don't want to just act like I'm being unfair to Austin, but it, it's just it's what I'm seeing. I, I want to be transparent. So, Joe, one thing that I was surprised about, and I know you mentioned this before we started recording, is that the Rams didn't challenge the Jets linebackers more. First of all, the edge rushers did nothing, but the inside linebackers really haven't been all that good this year, despite some people conflating the number of tackles somebody gets with good play. I don't understand why the Rams didn't do more to exploit this weakness of the Jets, but they didn't, and that has to be a black mark on Sean McVay's resume. Yeah, for sure. Um, you're talking, and this is one of the reasons I was very confident in in this matchup was McVay, you know, versus Adam Gase and like the defensive coordinator too, just like in general, that coaching staff, that's pretty highly touted. Like how many times did the Jets going to throw it into the flat like and, and get and pick up first downs? Like <laughs> the Ty Johnson touchdown was, was, was a blown defense uh, man coverage that they couldn't communicate, you know, simple motion at the snap, which is the, the way of the NFL this year. Like, look, the Jets use motion. They actually confuse defenses, like novel concept. They actually did it in a game. We didn't want them to win. Uh, Frank Gore, you know, end of the game. There's two guys wide open in that play. The Rams were in man coverage. They completely blew coverage. Like, uh, you know, um, hard to even describe. So the defense blew it. Um, McVay, again, like you said, like 
you know, against the Jets. Like, I know they're a team who is a primary, you know, the, a lot of these teams, the, the 49ers, the Rams, um, the Falcons, you know, when they had Freeman and they had Coleman running the ball, they're, they're teams who, who like to, to run, to set up the pass. Um, and they couldn't run early um, because of the Jets' defensive line um, and the fact that Cam Akers went out. But listen, bud, like you got to adjust. <laughs> like you're you're Sean McVay. Like you can't just keep running into the strength of the Jets' unit, and they and they kept doing it. Um, and then again, they didn't really isolate the linebackers. Like they they just didn't they they didn't do what I thought they were going to do. Like the Jets this year, like it's been very simple. Like we've seen them give up so many plays um, in zone coverage, just run short spacing concepts over the middle and separate the linebackers because the Jets spot drop and they just didn't do enough of it. Um, and then, like I said, the, the, the biggest blemish on him was like third and four, you run a, you run a wheel route. Like I get attacking Hewitt there, but make it attack Hewitt over the middle, like make it an easier throw for Goff, who is very overrated in my opinion. I've been saying that since forever. Um, so you do that and like, okay, it didn't work out. Now attack the Jets linebackers the next play. No, it's, Let's let's run Everett, you know, wherever it was, 30, 40 yards down the field and attack Marcus May um, instead of having a bunch of routes over the middle space and concept mesh, whatever it might have been. Like, they just made it way too difficult at the end. Um, the Rams coaching staff overall just just completely blew it again in a situation where you're fighting for the division with the, with the Seahawks um, to obviously get a higher seed in the playoffs um, in a competitive NFC. And you lose to the Jets when they're clearly overlooking the Jets. It was just... Uh, again, you know, I, I'm not mad at the players. I'm not mad at Donald. I'm mad at some of the players and how they came out and spoke to the media about Jets fans that after, which I'm sure you've touched on another podcast. Um, but you know, I'm more mad at that Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Like I, I just kept looking at his dumb face throughout the game, and I, I was just so angry. Like they just completely misplayed this game. Um, absolutely blew it from a coaching standpoint. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Shifting to the offensive side of the ball here, Joe. This was Sam Darnold's best game of the season. Didn't do anything particularly impressive, but didn't make any major mistakes. A lot of checkdowns here. This isn't what you want to see if it's going to be the best of Sam Darnold, but if this could somehow be the worst of Sam Darnold, then you'd be looking at a much better quarterback. Yeah, this is what we saw more of the first the first two years. Again, it was nothing spectacular. There were some spectacular throws, like um, obviously the, the throw where he's rolling out to his right um, and throws it to Barrios, who's running deep down the right sideline. Like that throw is elite. Like it's an elite throw, just just simple as that. And we know Donald has that. The throw to Herndon with bad footwork, um, where Herndon, I believe, has a linebacker. I, I think it's a linebacker. It could have been a safety. I'm almost 100 percent sure it was a linebacker on him, and puts it in only a spot where Herndon can can catch it with really really tight coverage, even with bad footwork. Um, two like elite throws I can think about the way he escaped the pocket. Um, at times, you know, Donald could have had another sack or three <laughs> this game, but he, he kept you know kind of dodging them. Um, so good job on that, throwing the ball away, you know, scrambling. Um, he was a little bit quicker through his reads this game, um, which is a positive, quicker to check it down. I like think like that, that were, that were positive. There were also the negative plays. Um, the throw to Herndon deep down the left sideline, he, he takes an extra hitch, and if he leads Herndon, it probably could have been a touchdown, but he just waited a, a split second long, um, which is a problem in the NFL. Uh, another play where they naked bootleg out to the right side, and Crowder is running over the middle and over out. Nobody picks him up. And Donald hesitates, again, just a second, but it, it, it probably cost the Jets five, six, seven, eight yards because if he didn't hesitate to throw the ball, um, Crowder wouldn't have run out of bounds. It's like it's little things <clears throat> that you want to see more consistency from um, with Donald, and those were two plays where it, it looked like good plays because they were completions, great. But you want to see them executed better, like, again, process versus results. So, um, but overall, like you said, a good game. Um, his best game of the season, in, in my opinion, um, as well, especially against the the number one defense in the NFL, which clearly played like they were not the number one defense in the NFL with all the blown coverages and things like that. But um, he was more decisive. He was he was more accurate um, for the most part. Um, you know, used his legs. We saw the 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 amazing throws that he can make. Like again, if if Barrios catches that ball, like that's one of the top throws you're seeing all year from anybody. Um, so uh, definitely a positive game for Sam Darnold, but. Um, again, with some lapses in there and with this being the 15th game at a 17th game, this being the first game, like, okay, you know, pretty solid. Like, um, you know, if he had more, if he had a lot more of these games this year, again, Scott, like you said, like a, like a perfect way to word it, like, you know, is this what you want to see from him? No, but if this is what you kind of saw from him, then, then like, okay. Like if this is what we saw a lot more of Donald from this year, I'll be like, okay. Like at that point, like, yeah, he didn't take, he didn't take like a forward step. Like it was more of a side step, maybe a small step backwards for him. But if we landed a, a, Pat, a, Pat, a Pat Fitzgerald or a Matt Campbell, maybe they can turn this guy into something. But the problem is this is the first one of those games this year, um, which, again, considering you know everything, and that's, that's considering the, the coaching staff, the talent around him. This is still his first game where I was like, okay, pretty impressed. So um, it's not enough at this point. I, I don't think he can save his job, even if the next two games are really, really good for him. I just, I just don't think it's enough, in my opinion. Um, obviously, that's not my decision. That's Joe Douglas and whoever the head coach is going to be. Um, but overall from this game, you know, I, I would say it's one of those in, in a scale to keep him uh, the first one of the season. Joe, I know you looked at all the tape from this game, so you had to have come away with the same conclusion that I did. The Jets should give Frank Gore a 10-year contract, right? 
yeah, we're really lucky to have a Hall of Fame running back who who, who can run for two point three yards per carry. You know, when the offense, when the and it's funny too because I actually put up a play and, and I'm gonna put up a play of him in my show um, of him actually missing a wide open hole. So like the, the the Jets offensive line is the reason that they're that that these running backs are successful. Like, yeah, you know. Josh Adams is breaking tackles and Ty Johnson is explosive, but like, and there's a reason when those guys play, they put up more than Gore do because they have that athleticism that Gore is clearly lacking at this point. So um, I don't get why they're still playing him. And I, I do because obviously it's Gase is loyal to a fault to the players, you know, the, to the two or three guys who actually like him um, in the NFL. So yeah, super lucky to have Gore um, and his lack of ability to cut um, and things like that. Obviously, you know, last play of the game, great play by Gore in terms of them, them winning. Like, you know, great. It wasn't great in terms of, okay, yeah, he ran five yards, turned back around on Darnold and then backpedaled after he caught the ball. But he really quickly realized that it was a blown coverage and threw his hands up where Darnold could not have the opportunity to miss him. So like maybe Darnold doesn't see him if he doesn't throw his hands up like he does. Um, so good play by him there. But other than that, like, like what are we doing here? <laughs> so um, again, just winning a game from a quarterback who will not be here next year. Uh, running back getting 23 carries who will not be here next year, coached by a coach who will not be here next year, um, going against a team who clearly blew it this game, um, was not the most satisfying win. Like, listen, if if this was, you know, hypothetical, you know, if this was James Morgan throwing to Denzel Mims with Ty Johnson and P. Ryan running it with, you know, Hall and Q and Beck and all these players playing well, which a couple of guys did play well, um, then, yeah, more satisfying. But, you know, a good game by Donald gore and gase it's like you know it's so unsatisfying so <laughs> good game for jameson crowder is a little more satisfying though he played very well and i think that once again he showed why the jets need to keep him going forward not as many targets for denzel mims or brashad perriman so the wide receiving core didn't have a massive day but one guy that stepped up a little more than normal was chris herndon i'm not going to sit here and tell you that he's anything close to what jets fans were hoping for after he had some promising games down the stretch in 2018 but at least he started to play a little bit better in this game so those were encouraging signs at least in the passing game yeah, Crowder. Crowder does his job. He's a really good route runner. Um, he has he has really good hands for the for the most part. Um, can catch balls outside of his frame, which his frame is not very big, so his catch radius isn't big. But um, overall, pretty good. Pretty good catcher of the ball. Again, his, his route running, his ability to sit in soft spots, all are all positives. Um, Mims didn't really produce too much. You know, going against guys like Jalen Ramsey on the outside didn't really uh, do that for him. And again, the Jets just taking advantage of just throwing the ball into the flat a ton doesn't obviously uh, provide a lot of opportunity for Perryman and Mims. So that's why I didn't really see them produce the game plan plus going against, against a guy like Ramsey. Uh, so good job by, by Crowder. Again, nothing like overly spectacular. Like some of the catches were like kind of expected, like the Ramsey defense just didn't play very well. So there's no like plays that really like stood out. Like, wow, that's a wow play from Crowder or a wow play from Herndon. Um, but listen, like Herndon ran some routes that were, were like decent. Like I'm not going to go crazy on any of the routes he ran, but guess what? He caught the ball this game. Like, that's literally what that's, that's, my, that's my response to it. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, he closed distance on a guy and used the BAM step at the top of his route, you know, uh, you know, with a tight break and his stop steps. Like, there was nothing really like that in this game that I, can, that I usually kind of click and go to and, and talk about. Um, it was all generic type stuff, but he caught the ball when he was called upon, which is more than he's been doing all this year. So maybe he does turn it around. Like, maybe the Jets do – 
you know, should they rely on him as their QB or, or tight end one next year? Probably not. But listen, like if the Jets sign a Johnu Smith next year and you have her, if him be, uh, you have Johnny Smith as your one and Herndon as your two and Herndon steps up, then great. You have two good tight ends, you know? Um, but a positive game overall from him, from, from Crowder. So, uh, I, you know, that's something you could take away from, from the passing game. Again, nothing spectacular, but nothing bad either. So. Finally, Joe, the offensive line. I thought the tackles were pretty good. The interior, not so great, partly because it's Elfline and Andrews. So what could you reasonably expect? But again, still significantly better than last year, which isn't saying a lot, but it's something. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, they, again, it, the offensive line, like the guys who you want to be playing well um, are playing well. I know I know, Fant like, struggled a game or two before, but this game, again, played really, really well. Um, for the most part, Beckton played really, really well. Uh, some of his blocks were a little bit overhyped. Let's just say that. Uh, I've brought up examples of that. Like the down block on, on Donald on the, on the goal line. Uh, I'm going to my, that in my show, but when a guy is like backdooring into the, into the B gap and you catching him, when he's not completely firing into your chest and you moving him an inch or two, or maybe even a foot, it's not really that impressive. Um, so like there's there's Tom Beckton is overhyped by fans, but again I I still think he's a top ten left tackle. Positive game from him. Didn't let up any pressures or sacks side that I saw. Um, Fant another good game. Um, definitely a really good game from him. Connor McGovern solid game. And then and those are the three that you want to be playing well because those are the three guys who might be here next year. Um, you know obviously the Jets fans hope is that they they we sign a Tooney or a Sheriff and then we draft the guy you know, mid to late first round or, or late first round or early second round or whatever. And then you have a really, you have a really solid group there. Um, but the guys who struggled, the, 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 the Andrews um, and the elf lines are literally not even starters on the guys who we want to replace. Like we, we have, we have Lewis and Dan Roden as the stars and we want them replaced. And we're now looking at their backups who, who are not playing well. Like it's expected. Yes. Josh Andrews and Elfline blocking Aaron Donald is not a good recipe. <laughs> it's obvious. Like, <laughs> who expected that? So, um, those guys played like crap, but that's very, very expected in this game. Um, nothing earth shattering. Um, like I said, I, I don't know if, if, uh, Cam Clark and, and Adam Gase's wife had a, had a slumber party, let's say. Um, I don't know why he's playing or not playing, but, you know, hopefully he does play maybe this game or next game. I doubt it. Um, hopefully he's a piece in the future, but yeah, the guard struggled, but the, the, the three guys who may be here for a while did, did play well. So that's, that's my positive. I actually heard the reason that Cam Clark isn't playing is because he talked smack to Frank Gore and you don't mess with Frank Gore on Adam Gase's watch. Yeah. Um, Gore is again, one of the two or three guys who like Adam Gase in this world. Um, his wife probably doesn't like him. It's just because he makes money. Uh, she'll eventually divorce him after his contract in the NFL run up. Um, and then she'll go and marry some other dude. So, uh, I'm sure his kid doesn't like him. Uh, so Gore is like the one for one in the world. That's why he's backing him up. So <laughs> you hear that Jets fans, get your resumes ready, get your dating profiles updated because apparently according to Joe Blewett, Mrs. Gase is going to be on the market soon. Joe Blewett breaking down the film over at JetsXFactor.com with Blewett's Blitz. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. What do you got going on with your film review? I know that you said that you're going to be starting to break down some of the draft prospects, particularly Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, as I said earlier on in the show. What are people going to get when they head over to the YouTube? Too much. (laughs) (laughs) Um yeah, it's uh, the, the the grind is coming. I can feel it. The off season is a lot for me, so 
Um, obviously, if the Jets do not finish at one, which if you had to bet a lot on this, but which, by the way, just a quick tidbit, I put 500 on the Bears this week because, listen, the Bears win, I win a couple hundred. If they lose, I'm happy. So <laughs> I'm hedging my bets this weekend. So hopefully we do land Lawrence. Uh, I could care less about $500 um, at this point as compared to Lawrence. So um, hopefully we land him. But if not, again, uh, I have – I'm going to have reviews of Wilson and Fields, which are easily, easily going to be 100-plus plays at, at the minimum. <laughs> so those are coming. Um, again, broadcast angle, the, the hype, all this stuff. Like, let's look into the translatable stuff. Like, just if, you, if you're a fan of the film show, like, you know how I talk about a lot of perceptions and, and misconceptions and stuff like that uh, that are out there, that people hype up plays that shouldn't be, et cetera. So I'm going to dive into a lot of that stuff then. Uh, obviously the Jets getting a new coach where that's going to be break down their offense, the defensive coordinator's defense. Uh, I'll most likely, just in case the Jets do trade down a couple spots, which I would be severely pissed, but I'll most likely do a Jamar Chase review, uh, Penny Sewell review. Um, so a massive amount coming at time and counting the Jet, the players, the Jets draft, you know, with the second first pick, the second pick, the, the third, the two third round picks, the fourth pick, the free agents, the Jets sign. So every player, pretty much every player who comes on the Jets roster, you're going to have breakdowns of whether they be 150 plus plays or, you know, a quick 20 minute or 20 minute breakdown on my YouTube show because the guy is the undrafted guy. So uh, there is so much coming that uh, my head's already starting to spin a little bit. I'm trying to jump ahead and get ahead of the curve here with breaking down Wilson literally as soon as we hang up. So make sure that you're following Joe on Twitter at JoeRB31. And of course, subscribe to his YouTube channel, which you can get access to at JetsXFactor.com if you subscribe. And as Joe said, there's so much over there that it might end up giving you a head injury when you watch it all. But at least it'll be your own fault. If it's somebody else's fault, it could be a life-changing event. And when that happens, you want to make sure you have a strong legal team fighting for you to ensure that you receive full compensation for your injuries. You want to be able to call your legal team whenever you want. You don't want your file to be on a shelf with hundreds of others, and you don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. Here's what you do want. The legal team at Faruqi and Faruqi. They give every client their personal cell phone number to call 24-7. They limit the number of clients they represent at one time. They have a long track record of taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court, and best of all, a long track record of winning. Prior results do not guarantee similar outcomes. Learn more about them at nylegalteam.com. That's nylegalteam.com. And learn more about Joe Blewett at jetsxfactor.com and his show, Blewett's Blitz. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and turnonthejets.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.